Taiwan stocks steamed ahead to hit another new high on Monday. It's been a great month so far for the market, which has notched repeated record highs amid positive vaccine news. In trading on Monday, the Taiex closed at 14,256 points, led by chip titans TSMC and UMC. Taiwan shares spiked at the opening bell, going above the 14,300-point plateau before giving up part of its earlier gains. The market closed up 0.88 percent at 14,256 to set another all-time high. Turnover stood at 332.5 billion NT, the fourth highest on record. Not only have we fought a beautiful war against COVID, I think our economic growth is among the strongest in Asia. That's all reflected in the overall profitability of our listed companies. TIEX's performance today is due to capital inflows, of course, but that's supported by the market's sound fundamentals. Monday's surge was led by Taiwan's chip titans. TSMC closed 11 NT higher at a new record of 514 NT. UMC finished above 50 NT, picking up more than 5%. Tech stocks were on a tear with Aspi Technology, Winbon Electronics and Kimpo Electronics hitting limit up. Because global markets are continuing on a positive trend, there's been a fairly considerable rise in semiconductor stocks in the tech sector. That includes memory chip makers of foundries, which have performed well. Over on the forex, the Taiwan unit rose, then fell against the greenback. It gained 0.0261 NT to hit 28.26 to the U.S. dollar before falling back. Under central bank intervention, Taiwan's currency finished above the threshold of 28.5 NT. The pro-China CTI-TV has suffered a court defeat in its fight to keep its new station on the air. On Monday, a Taipei court rejected its request for an injunction that would have let CTI News continue operating after its license expires on Friday. CTI-TV requested the injunction after the National Communications Commission decided not to renew its license. In a statement, the Taipei court said it didn't see how the NCC's decision could cause the company unrecoverable damage or urgent harm. CTI-TV has expressed anger and disappointment at the ruling, saying it would fire for an appeal. A labour rights group is urging improvements to migrant worker housing, warning that their cramped and dirty conditions are conducive to COVID transmission. Last week, two cases of COVID were reported from the same dormitory used to house foreign labour. An activist warned Monday that more cases could come if migrant workers continue to be forced into substandard accommodation. Dozens of migrant workers sit with faces unmasked, crowded together in cramped quarters. To relieve themselves, they're forced to use portable toilets set up in the back. With no social distancing to speak of, places like this are a loophole in Taiwan's COVID defense. After they get off the plane disconcerted, they're sent off to this place that's not fit for anyone to live in. Basically, there is no furniture of any kind. Everyone is squeezed in there. How can there be any form of disease prevention in this situation? When Indonesian migrant workers arrive in Taiwan, they are moved to a centralized quarantine center for 14 days isolation. Once quarantine and testing are complete, they are taken to dormitories for another seven days of self-health management. It's these dorms, which are overseen by medical management companies commissioned 
driven by manpower brokers that have raised recent concerns. Last week, authorities announced COVID cases involving two people living in the same dorm. The most important thing is to do nucleic acid testing once the 14 days of quarantine are up, and the sensitivity of this nucleic acid test should be increased. Currently, the CT value used is 35. It should be raised to 40. If the person tests between 35 and 40, then administer another test so that no cases are missed. There has been a surge of imported COVID cases in recent days. Among them, 133 are from Indonesia and 108 are migrant workers, most of whom have mild cases with no symptoms. Dr. Huang Liming says tighter screening standards are needed to prevent cases from slipping through the cracks. A mountain cleaning project has been launched to help restore the face of one of Taiwan's most beautiful hiking trails. Jianqing Huaigu Trail in Yilan is held as one of the most beautiful walks in Taiwan. But with its striking suspension bridge over a deep ravine, it's also a magnet for litter. Now high school students and hikers are banding together to return it to its pristine beauty. Despite the pouring rain, a girl in a jacket and safety helmet descends into a mountain ravine on a climbing rope. But this is no extreme sports trip. She's picking up litter. A boy standing on the edge heaves the litter package up the slope. As one of the most beautiful paths in the world, Jianqing Huaigu Trail is worth cleaning up, whatever the weather. At its deepest point, the ravine below the suspension bridge is as deep as an eight-story building. So as travelers cross the bridge, many accidentally drop the thermos bottles, or their phones, cameras, walking sticks, water bottles, and so on, into the ravine. The kilometer-long Jianqing Huaigu Trail is part of the Taipingshan National Forest Recreation Area. It used to be a transport route for goods. Full of natural and human heritage, it was renovated and then opened as a popular hiking trail. But the ravine does seem to attract lost items. Now the Forestry Bureau and the Elan Mountain Education Union have teamed up with climbing instructors to clean it up. 26 students from eight local junior and senior high schools have descended to pick up rubbish from the slope, which is 25 meters deep and, at its steepest, on an incline of 80 degrees. We saw in this mountain cleaning event so many items dropped by tourists, so I'd like to call on people to take good care of their belongings as they cross the suspension bridge. Take nothing but photos, leave nothing but footprints. That's an ecological hiking motto. But a special climb like this goes one step further. Take nothing but litter, leave nothing but beauty. Protective amulets blessed by a temple in Taichung have won devoted fans in France. Earlier this year, the amulets were given by a Taiwanese airline executive to French plane manufacturer ATR to protect them from COVID-19. They were a big hit, says Mandarin Airlines assistant manager Tony Lin, who is arranging to ship out more of the charms from Taiwan. Mandarin Airlines assistant manager Lin had led a team to France to take delivery of two commercial planes. Back then, the epidemic was severe in France, so as a gift, Lin took amulets and lunar year calendars from Taichung's Xingfu Temple. Uh, which uh, we, we're very uh, happy to um receive a blessing, you know, that you sent to us through Mr. Tony Lin. And uh, we are at the same time very uh, much in admiration for the policies, you know, in Taiwan, which has been able to uh, fend off and control the spread of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, very successfully. 
Before heading to France, Mr. Lin and his team had prayed at Taizhong's Qingfu Temple and asked for the amulets. Qingfu Temple is dedicated to several gods, including Chi Wang Ye, who specializes in protection against pestilence. The group asked him to watch over them during the trip. The French saw the amulets and they knew that Taiwan had controlled the pandemic very well. They were very happy over the gift. The temple has met the request of 100 more amulets that they can give to family and friends. Friends and family of those at the French aircraft company have shared photos of themselves wearing the amulets and MIT face masks. They've hailed Taiwan's COVID success story and thanked Lin for the amulets. They're also looking to come to Taiwan to visit the god of pestilence himself. After the pandemic, they can come and bring friends along. If they have the chance to come to Taiwan, they could come and pray to our deities. These amulets have acquainted the French with Taiwanese culture, marking the start of more exchanges to come. An anteater that escaped from Taipei Zoo three months ago has been found. Xiao Hong, or Little Red, was found on Sunday by hikers in the mountains. Zoo spokesman Eric Tsai says she had lost about a kilogram of weight. It is in a state of hypothermia. Of course, its physical condition is not very good. A blood test found that it has anemia and an electrolyte imbalance. It's eating on its own, which is considered a good sign. As for when it can return to the zoo enclosure, in terms of the quarantine process, it will take at least one month to make sure there's no risk of infectious diseases. We feel lucky to have received the report from the hikers before its situation got worse. Xiao Hong is freshly bathed and on the mend inside a quarantine center. Footage released by the zoo showed her escaping on September 1st, carrying her baby on her back as she scaled wire fences, swam across a moat and made her way into the mountains. Her baby was later found by zoo staff while she had remained at large until Sunday. It's Advent and 2020 is drawing to a close. For Taipei's department stores, this should be the busiest time of the year. Despite the pandemic, these stores are still cooking up a festive atmosphere, hoping to tempt customers out for one last shopping trip of 2020. Snow-white horses and silver gift boxes create a magical merry-go-round, a centerpiece Instagram spot for Taipei's most iconic department store. I was walking by over here looking at things and then I saw the music and how pretty it is here. It's quite fun. Christmas and New Year are almost upon us and the store has lots of events arranged around the holidays. Customer numbers are down by 4.5 million due to the pandemic, so to whip up interest, a ticket to the viewing platform on floor 89 will win you access to the secret gallery on floor 101, normally reserved for VVIPs. We've designed everything to display our wishes for 2021 to be a beautiful year. Many people know the viewing platform but haven't had a chance to go yet. We are sincerely inviting Taiwanese citizens up, so we're opening up areas progressively. Once we're prepared and ready, they'll be opened. 
At another nearby store, restaurant opening hours have been extended to 11 p.m. to match the profusion of holiday events and the appetites of night owls. There are social media promos, too. Post a photo of yourself with the Christmas tree to win a premium chocolate thank you. Night owls like me or anyone who finishes work late for whatever reason. It's more convenient and gives us one more option. 2020 is approaching its last hurrah and the streets of Taipei are very festive. If you're looking to splash the cash this Christmas, there are people on hand to help. Taiwan's borders are looking like they'll stay shut in both directions for many months to come. And with that, demand in domestic tourism is higher than ever. This winter, the northeast coast is pulling out all the stops to tempt holidaymakers to its seaside attractions. As winter sets in, a long soak in a hot spring is good for body and soul. With COVID-19 keeping everyone inside the country, the northeast coast is hoping to cash in on domestic tourism with some well-designed getaways. The scent of roasted abalone hits the nostrils, even sweeter because you have just caught it yourself. For someone coming here to try this experience for the first time, this was like nothing I've ever done before. We first brought out an experience where you can dry fish overnight. Now we're planning an experience where you fry your own pancakes. And for those trying a day in the life of a fisherman, Instagrammable moments are a must. Why not head for Smile Harbor in Ma'al Fishing Village for this mural-covered wall or the rainbow stairs at Fulian Elementary? It's a perfect spot to relax while listening to the waves. Here at Bito Jiaolingu, take a little hike in the sea air, and at the hotel, you can get a taste of the exotic. A hot pot with laksa curry, pickled cabbage, and Japanese kombu. Truly a whirlwind of world cuisines. There are lots of scenic spots on the northeast coast. We've designed a number of experiences like admiring the flowering grasses, soaking in the hot springs, cycling, touring the scenery. And all this will certainly satisfy the consumer who is unable to go abroad. Soon, it'll be time for the Guangdian Fulong New Year's Day Dawn event heralding the start of 2021, the year of the cycling tour. The Northeast Coast has oak cuisine, shopping, nature, excitement and pampering. Something for everyone. Zhanghua City Office has started a second-hand toy center where old toys can be passed on to children in need. With Taiwan's birth rate lower than ever, some families are left with a nest full of toys and no one to give them to after the kids have grown up. But families in Zhanghua can now give those playthings to a new loving home. A cleaner wipes the toys down until they sparkle like new. In this Aladdin's cave of second-hand toys, you can find every kind of plaything. All are in good condition and most are barely used. The number one item donated is the push car. We disinfect them with ethanol and give them away at events or to children's centres. With many Taiwanese now having just one or two children, some parents end up with a pile of toys that they bought or were given by friends and family. 
but nobody to pass them on to when their child grows up. In the old days, there'd always be a whole group of kids out playing. Now there are so few kids. Lots of people just have one child now, and they just use a certain toy for a year at most. Sometimes, rather than throwing it away, you give it straight to someone, so it's not wasted. This was a present from my daughter-in-law's boss. But all these toys are welcomed by the centre, which cleans them and gives them to children in need. Reusing old toys is good for the planet, and many families enjoy having some toys that have been pre-loved.